Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! That's me, Tiberius! Today, we're going to talk about some very awesome stuff. We have a combat video game to talk about, a book about Star Wars, and we have a totally awesome guest. Today, we have the one, the only, the amazing, Jared Petrus. Hey, Tiberius. Thanks for having me. Hello. And Jared is an active duty combat controller, like jumps out of airplanes and stuff for battles. (laughs) Yep. We do a little bit of that and a little bit of other stuff. (laughs) Cool. Well, today, we're going to start off with the video of the week, and this is going to be a fight! And now it's time for the video game of the week! And now it's time for the video game of the week! Today's video game is Encounters. This game is made by Jack Entertainment. This, because it is on Roblox, you are able to play it on PC, Mac, Xbox, and even your cell phone. And it is free! Wait a minute. I'm going to have to write this down because my son is 100% going to want to play a free game. And I like free games, so oh, yeah. I'm all in. So this is the only <laughs> game from Jack Entertainment, but this is a fighting game, so it's really cool. So first you join the game and you get to a, a tutorial. So this is designed to teach you how to play the game. So, you start off with a few abilities and it shows you how to use them. You are going to be fighting people and using super special moves, like Hammer Smash and Laser Dash. So your reward for completing the tutorial is a new character that you can unlock. Each character has a different ability to use. I like Hannah the best because of her Blossom Orb that also does knockback damage. And yes, I spam it on my dad. (laughs) So you can do one-on-one matches or even team up. I played against my dad and was very unhappy that he was really good even with low level characters. I got him a few times with my spamming of the Blossom Orb, but he's really fast and he moves around a lot. So that was hard. (laughs) Well, I give encounters 10 out of 10 stars because I can spam the Blossom Orb and knock people off the map. Like, one, two, three, dead. Yep, gotta tell my son about this one. Over 40 years, Playhouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking out clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Playhouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at PlayhouseCFL.org. The Tiberia Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about Custom Designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373 and tell them that Tiberius sent you. Now it's time for the book of the week, Finn and Poe Adventures. This book was written by Kevin Scott. Lambert's at the back of the book. In fact, Jared, would you like to do the honors? I would love to. 
The resistance needs your help. Join Finn, Poe, and BB-8 as they infiltrate a first order occupied Bakta plant for General Leia Organa. With over 20 possible outcomes, you'll have to choose carefully to keep Finn, Poe, and BB-8 safe from the First Order. Now, this is not an AR book, but this is a Choose Your Own Adventure book, so that's really cool. So, if you're not born under a rock, you already know this book is about Star Wars. Well, I really like Star Wars. So, in this book, you pretty much follow Finn the Stormtrooper turned into a good guy, and Poe the awesome pilot, and the droid BB-8. You gotta like BB-8. Who doesn't? Exactly. <laughs> so this is one of those choose your own adventure books, which really means pick the correct answer or everyone dies and the story ends. I got the wrong answers a few times, and guess what? What? Everyone died. Uh, I liked when they I liked the battle scene when they were attempting to escape. Well, I think most Star Wars fans should really read this book. Well, now, there are lots of decisions to make with this book. You can go back and change them. I did it like 19 times because there's 20 outcomes. Well, either they died or they were captured and, well, that's not fun. Well, I realized when BB-8 destroyed the other droid while they were going to the Bakta plant by zapping the other droid with lightning. So, I give Finn and Poe Adventures 7 out of 10 stars because I really like that I finally found the correct ending where they escape and help General Leia. But, I did not like them dying over and over again because of my decisions. See, Damien Smith, Law.com. You can call him at 407-801-2667. Wait, you are not Chuck. My dad can help when people get hurt. He loves to help people. If you are ever injured at work or in a car accident, you should call my friend Chuck. You can call him at 407-801-2667. That website again is cwsmithwall.com. Offices, Orlando. Does it actually have that much W's? <laughs> Mid-State Fire has been providing top quality fire equipment services for three generations to the Central Florida area. Don't wait for an emergency to repair. Call Mid-State Fire today at 407-246-8855. Get your fire extinguishers and emergency lighting for both your home and businesses by visiting www.midstatefire.com. That number again is 407-246-8855. And now it's time for an interview of an interesting person. Today's guest is going to be so much fun. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Jared Pendrick. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Tiberius. Again, I, it's going to be a joy to be on, and I'm looking forward to the questions you're going to ask me. Well, you're welcome. And Jared is an active duty combat controller in the Air Force. By the way, thank you for your service. Well, thanks for letting me serve. It's an absolute pleasure. I've had a blast for many years now. Well, you're welcome. So first off, how are you enjoying being on the show? Uh, I love it. It's great. You know, I, this is probably the most entertaining show I have been on, and and we have our own show, so. <laughs> okay, so you are a combat controller. Can you tell my listeners what that means? That's right. Well, Air Force, much like the other services, like the Navy has Navy SEALs and the Army has Green Berets, well, the Air Force has combat controllers and pararescuemen. So what we do is, you know, whether we drive tactical vehicles or we scuba dive in or we jump out of airplanes into remote airfields 
and we set up runways or, or airports. Uh, we can also call in airstrikes using, you know, your F-16s and your A-10s and stuff like that. And, you know, essentially what we were talking about earlier with, you know, your book and the encounters game, you know, we fight. So oh, yeah. We drop bomb. Yeah, we drop bombs on bad guys. So how long have you been doing this? I've been doing this for 22 years now, so I've, I've oh, wow. been around the block. So at first, you're going to be a pararescueman. So what made you switch goals, and what is the difference between the two jobs? That's a really good question. Uh, so when I came in, I was 17, and, and, you know, it was 1999. The Internet wasn't really a thing very much anyway. Believe that. Uh, um, but so all we knew about was pararescue until I kind of got into our training pipeline and learned about combat control and then they gave mm. us the opportunity to switch and so I did switch but what pararescue men do or they call them PJs for short is they do a lot of the same stuff we do you know they shoot guns and they jump out of planes mm. and they um, you know drive tactical vehicles and stuff but their job is to save people's lives so mm. if a plane crashes uh, they will go in and they will get those people out if a building collapses because of an earthquake or a hurricane, they will go rescue the people. Wow. So this is a lot of formal training to be able to be a combat controller? Yeah, there is a lot of formal training. So we have to go to scuba school and jump school, and then we have to go to survival school so they can teach us how to live out in the woods and survive. Um, mm. You know, for combat controllers, we also go to air traffic control school. So um, I'm sure you've been to an airport and you see that Tall Person, tower yeah. That's on the yeah. So those guys in there are air traffic controllers. So we wow. go to that same school. Wow. So what type of task does a combat controller do each day? Each day, some every day is different. Some days we're jumping. Some days we're using explosives to blow things up. Other days we're just riding motorcycles. Some days I sit behind a computer and do administrative work. So it, it's different every single day. So how does that make the world a better place? That could be argued in a lot of ways, just, you know, because of the politics of it. But, um, you know, I, I'm sure that you've done some reading in history and we try and, you know, prevent terrorist attacks is essentially mm. what we're doing. And we're trying to make the world a better place. So for places like, you know, Haiti that just had a had an earthquake um, back in September. You know, we go there and we try and help people and provide them medical care and food and water and shelter and, and that kind of stuff. So, and then we open up the airfield there so that more planes can come in and bring more supplies and then mm. people that need to get out, we can put them on planes yeah, and we get can them just out. Get them out. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly. Cool. So, what's the coolest part about being a combat controller? Is it the shooting bombs? That, you would think it would be, right? Which yeah. is fun. I'm not going to lie. That is a lot of fun. But the most rewarding part about it is getting to work with and meet some incredible people. Oh, yeah. Um, because those are the ones that they will do anything for you. Um, you know, whether you need help, they're the people that will put their life on the line to help you out and to make the They will be the succeed. people that you can always trust. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what have you learned about yourself while doing this job? 
Oh wow, that's a really good question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, I've learned a lot about myself, and, and honestly, I learn things about myself every day. So if I had to pinpoint one thing, that would be really difficult. But I like it. But it, since you're going to hold my feet to the fire, I'd say that I like struggle. Um, mm. I like things to be difficult. Ah. Um, to me, to me being, you know, when things are easy, that's nice and that's that's easy, but. As a as a person, I like struggle and so need to struggle think and get yep. better at it. That's right, because so, failing is part of life, and we have to fail in order to succeed. Oh yeah. So this job sounds like a lot of really hard work. Is it worth it? Absolutely. I've been doing it for 22 years, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what is the hardest part about being a combat controller? Um, the hardest part about being a combat controller is probably when you lose your friends, right? Because it's a dangerous job. Sometimes people die in training, sometimes people die in combat, and sometimes people just get hurt and they lose limbs or something like that. So True. that is probably the most difficult part about it. Like, you're going to have to let it go soon, and you mm -hmm. don't know how you're going to let it go. You know what? That's Right now, you probably you don't realize it, but that is a a very deep concept that you just brought up because you know I've been doing it for 22 years and by the time I retire it'll probably be 24 years wow. and when you have been institutionalized as long as I have um, and doing this job and and being surrounded by the kind of people that I'm surrounded by when you do retire it can be very very difficult so what is the craziest thing that has happened while you were doing your job <laughs> oh, um, I've, I've been blown up a couple times. Oh. Um, I guess the craziest thing was I was in a parachute accident. So, you know, we, we talk about jumping out of planes and oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff, right? But uh, I was actually in a parachute accident, um, and it was, it was over the water. It was over the ocean, um, which was lucky for me because when I jumped out, uh, my first parachute got yeah. wrapped around me, right? Oh. So... You know, when we jump out, we have two parachutes. Ah. So I pulled my other parachute, and it also wrapped around me. So I only I only had a little bit of both parachutes, and um, I fell into the water. You know, a lot slower than what I would normally be, but I hit the water pretty fast. And luckily, it was water and not land, or else I may not be walking today. Yeah, or I may be not be here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> So my dad says that a combat controller also is an air traffic controller, like the guys that tell airplanes where to go. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so it's it's actually kind of like a, a puzzle, right? Mm. So there's all these different moving pieces that are coming from different areas. So all these planes that are coming from different areas around the world, and they're at different altitudes and they all want to come to your airport or your airfield. So it's kind of taking those planes and making the puzzle and problem solving. Ah, um, that makes sense. Right. Like problem having the runways to get flight. them in there then having the runways so that they can get out. Nailed it. Yep. That, I mean, that's exactly right. Well, if you could think of one thing that would make your job easier, what would it be? Unlimited money. <laughs> uh, Believe it or not, it costs. The government has to pay for, pay for you know airplanes and fuel and um, bullets and guns and all that kind of stuff. 
So it's expensive. So unlimited money would be nice. Yeah, but it'd be nice for anybody, wouldn't it? So <laughs> now your bio says that you also have your own podcast, like me. So can you tell me more about that? Yeah, actually, um, so our podcast is called The One's Ready Podcast. And we basically started it. It's me and three other guys who are also pararescue men and special reconnaissance guys, mm. right? And we, you know, started up to give information and help mentor folks that want to come and do our kind of job or if they're interested in the Air Force. So mm. we started that up and, and it's been really good. We've been going for about two years now um, and it's been nice. a lot of fun. And I know you have fun doing your show and, and we have the same amount of fun. Oh, wow. How can one get to go see or hear your podcast? Well, they can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, or, you know, if anybody's on social media, they can go to Instagram and look up One's Ready, and they'll find us there. Okay. So, how did you get the idea for what you wanted to talk about? Well, because, you know, we're a very small career field. And ah, that makes sense. You know, we're, I mean, we're very small. So, you, you we're a lot smaller than the Green Berets and the Navy SEALs, and it's tough to get, you know, the right people to come in because we put them through a very difficult selection and there was a lot of old information out there and you know with the the new generation we want to help mentor them and set them up for success because in reality Tiberius we need them to to support the military we need them to serve in the military and we need them to be ready for whatever's coming down oh, yeah. in the future so what was the first job that you ever had Ooh, other than working with my dad so the first official job where I had to pay taxes, yeah. I was a yeah, yeah, I was a, a veterinarian technician. Oh. So I did that for about two years when I was in high school. So oh, wow. I dealt with cats and animals and iguanas and snakes and all that. Well, was there anything you learned from that job that helped you be a better combat controller? I guess probably some of the medical stuff because even uh, though I'm a combat sense. controller and I don't necessarily do medical stuff. Um, because that's what PJs do, but as we go into combat, we still need to make sure that we know how to provide a limited amount of medical treatment. Um, because if because what happens if the PJ or the pararescue men get hurt? Somebody's got to take care of them, so that's what us. So am mm. I medically trained to the level that some of the other folks are? Absolutely oh, not, yeah. but can I at least save my own life and maybe save the life of somebody else? Yes, I can. So who helped motivate or inspire you the most in following your dreams? Well, I would say my, my parents, really, because, you know, they helped raise me and mentor me and taught me hard work and, and struggle mm. and didn't hand everything to me on a, on a plate, really. Wow. So what advice would you give my listeners if they wanted to grow up and be a combat controller in the Air Force? I would say keep your nose clean, stay out of trouble because the Air Force is very selective on, on who they allow to serve, um, kind of more so than the other, you know, Navy, Army, mm. Marines. So keep your nose clean, stay physically fit, and, um, you know, That's pay attention not me to right school. Now. <laughs> I'm chubby. I'm, I don't know. You look pretty good there, buddy. I'm I think chubby. you're doing all right. But, uh, but yeah, just stay physically fit and oh, yeah. keep your nose clean and out of trouble and, and people will be fine. 
So if you had to do a different job from the one that you are already doing, what would it be? I would love to be a podcaster and make it a living. That would be amazing. But you're already doing that job. Because <laughs> I like, yeah, but I'm not getting paid for it. Oh, like, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I would love to be able to do that because I like I like. I'm actually getting people. paid for this. So basically, this is my first job. Uh, hey, you're you're doing better than I was oh, as yeah. a veterinarian technician. Wow. <laughs> so do you play video games? And if you do, what's your favorite one? <laughs> um, I don't really play video games except for I will say well give me a second though because my son does have an oculus oh. and so we will we will play um, some of the World War two fighting games or uh, like Medal of Honor he ju he just downloaded last night so I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet with him oh, but uh, I am looking forward to yeah I'm looking forward to sitting down with him and playing that on the oculus oh yeah. Okay, so what is your favorite, I mean, favorite book to read? Oh, man, there's a lot of good ones. Um, I know. I So the kind of, the genre of books I read are more self-help, self-development. So I read a lot of leadership books and stuff like that mm. because of the position I hold. I want to make sure that that I'm doing the best I possibly can for the people that I work with. Mm, okay, so do you have a Facebook or a website for my listeners who want to follow you? Yeah, so you can find us at One's Ready, that's O-N-E-S, ready.com. We're also on Instagram, at One's Ready. And then my Instagram is at C-C-T Peaches, because all my friends call me Peaches. Ah, okay. So what is that one question that you think I forgot to ask you? You covered everything very well. Yes. I mean, that was a solid, I got to be honest, that was a solid round of questions. Oh, yeah. uh, things that I was not expecting that you'd hit me with. I told you it would be hard. I was not prepared for. <laughs> well, why do they call you Peaches? Well, you know, um, my last name is very similar. You know, it's Petress. So... Ah. So during peaches, selection, yeah. So during selection that we go through, you know, they're making us do thousands of push-ups and thousands of sit-ups and running and swimming and all that kind of stuff. And you know, it's supposed to be a real tough guy kind of thing. So, and it's easier to yell peaches than it is Petrus. And it sounds like you know a big tough guy or whatever shouldn't be called a. a peaches like it's you know exactly sounds a little weird so they started calling me that and then i just kind of said you know what cool i like it i dig it cool, and I then like it, it stuck like yeah well thank you jared for being my special guest can you stick around for math corners absolutely don't embarrass me though the Tribeo Show would like to thank Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures for being one of our sponsors. I got to go on an airboat and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant and even got some gator rights. If you want to have a blast with the entire family, I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now to get your tickets today. The website again is bcairboats.com. 
Fireboats.com. Oak Ridge Gun Range is a family-oriented shooting range that has been in business for over 30 years. They specialize in basic firearm training and offer numerous services such as consignments, gun trades, gunsmithing, and concealed weapon classes. I even got my training for gun safety at Oak Ridge Gun Range. Great customer service and firearm safety is what they do best. Call your computer solutions today and we will scan for viruses and clean that computer up remotely and make it fast again. Our phone number is 407-826-0810. Thanks, Dad. My computer is fast again. Now I can do my homework. Thanks for calling your computer solutions at 407-826-0810. Tiberius' favorite subject, it's Math Corners! Thank you so much, Jared, for helping me with Math Corners. Today, we're going to talk about mean. So this week, we're going to talk about list of numbers and the mean of them. So, this is not to be mixed up with, like, being mean, like, punch! But we don't even want to be mean to people. But in math, mean means the average of a list of numbers, or to be more detailed, the sum of all the values in a list of numbers divided by the numbers of the values in the list. Does that make sense? Of course. So if you have a list like 2, 5, 4, 3, 6, you have a total of five values. So first you list them in order from lowest to highest. If you remember, this makes it so much easier to work on the list of numbers. Then we write down all of the numbers, and it will say 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Now that we have that, so we can add the total of the values. So let's see, two plus three is five, and we add that to the five, and then we make 10. So, oh, so we also got a four and a six, and that makes sense. So we add all of those together, and then we get 20. So the total of the values is 20, and we have five values. So we divide the 20 by five, and then we get the mean. Hmm, 20 divided by five is four, so the mean is four. Yeah. You know, when you ask me about what books I read and I talk about leadership ones, maybe I need to pick up a math book. So my teacher said that I would use math every day. Well, do you have to use math as a combat controller? Absolutely, you do. You absolutely do. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Jared, for your help with Math Corners. Thank you. You know what it's time for. It's time for the heart of a lion. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living by the heart of a lion, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and nobility. This week, we're going to talk about obedience. For me, I think obedience is being fully committed to doing what is pleasing to God. And the qualities of obedience are compliance with a good attitude and respect for the laws. You know when someone is obedient when they follow instructions willingly and thoroughly. Well, this is not my favorite virtue, but this week I've been doing pretty good at it. I'm proud of myself. Well, my dad gave me some tasks to do each day, like reading certain books and doing some extra IXL work for the teacher. I'm really not a fan of doing extra work, but my dad's been showing me stuff about making world-class decisions in my life. But he said that we can make bad, mediocre, average, good, and then world-class decisions. And it was up to me to decide the 
person that I wanted to be. So I was surprised that everything was faster when I was not trying to get out of it. Isn't that amazing when you actually just do something right the first time? Yes. <laughs> instead of procrastinating? That I learned that actually... I can play video, I can play more video games. <laughs> well, Jared, did you see or use obedience at all this week? Yeah, we see obedience all the time. I mean, you know, we're in the military. We have to follow orders and stuff like that. But taking it away from that, I, I see obedience in another light, kind of like a, you know, discipline, right? A lot, the word discipline kind of has a negative connotation to it, but obedience. Kind of. Yeah, kind of, right? But yeah. obedience, obedience and discipline to myself, right? Meaning that when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I don't procrastinate. I don't, you know, kind of come up with excuses to get out of something. If I tell somebody or if I tell myself that I'm going to do something, I do it. And then oh, yeah. so I'm staying true and obedient and I'm staying disciplined to myself. But we should always try and be light and strong in everything we do, shouldn't we? Yes, we should. And that's our show, folks. I want to thank the one, the only, the amazing Jared Peaches for being on my show. Tiberius, it has been an absolute pleasure. You're a blast, and I can tell right off the bat you are going places. So I wish you all the best. Well, it's been so much fun talking with you today, and I hope in the future that I will be able to see you jump out of a plane or maybe even jump with you. Oh, now that could get interesting, couldn't it? Yes, it could. Well, also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show, and please be sure to visit The Tiberius Show on YouTube and subscribe. Also, be sure to listen to us next week on The Tiberius Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! The Tiberius Show is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Executive producer, Joseph Boy. Production editor, Pierre Laguerre. Green Room manager, Danny Boy. And your program host, Tiberius Boy! The Tiberius Show is copyright 2018.